Hobby Addict の時間です。It's time for Hobby Addict.And now, here are your anime addicts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Hobby Addicts. What episode are we on? Episode number 294. And I'm back. Mitsugi has returned from the, the not so frigid land of Kentucky. Well,、And、we've been telling people we've killed you. Oh. <laughs> Last week, do you, like, I don't know if you remember when you were editing episodes, I know, but. I heard it. Okay, yeah. In your Apparently,、dreams. we did not. We、In、thought we killed him, but I guess、dreams. it failed. <laughs> it did fail, but I'm here and I love you all. And I am joined by, of course, Caroline. She has made herself known. And Caroline, how have you been? How have you been behaving yourself? I have been. Oh, uh, I'd say so. I, I mean, after the attempt to kill you, it's been on a down, downward spiral, I think. <laughs> so you got most of the malicious intent out already. So Yeah. I mean,、uh-huh. who knows when I need to do that again to、so、be ready, but yeah. <laughs> Better me than someone else. And also, we have Mason. Mason, how are you? I'm doing well. It's glad. It's glad. It's gl- I'm it. And it is I. And I'm glad to be here.、Uh, it's been a while. It's been like three weeks since we've talked, Mitz. It's nice to、uh, hear that you survived. You crawled out of the tomb that we left you in. Yes, I did. <laughs> and, I was、uh, like, kill Bill. I, I like clawed my way up through the dirt and everything. You know? Oh, what's the movie with、uh, Ryan Reynolds? Is it Buried? Oh. oh my god, that movie destroyed me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have、wow. you heard of The Smiths? I haven't. I like Ryan okay, Reynolds. Okay, it's a good、so. movie. It、it's、takes place. It's surprisingly not bad. <laughs> almost the entire movie takes place in a coffin where Ryan Reynolds is buried alive. Literally 90 minutes of him in a six by whatever dimensions box underground. And that's、He、it. He does like, have a. He has a few things at his disposal, like a lighter, but every single time he started using the lighter, I'm like, stop using the lighter. It's taking up oxygen. So, so. Yeah,、okay. watch Buried. It's good. Yeah, is that, it is good. Go. Where can I watch that? Is that like on Netflix? I watched it on TV. I don't know where you can find it. Okay. Well, I'll look for it. It looks like it's Amazon Prime Video, HBO Max, maybe?、Oh. Yeah, HBO Max. I don't. I do have that. Some, I, have that I do have that upstairs. I have that. All right. Well,、um, on that note, it's been a、um, really fantastic period of time for Netflix. A lot of good stuff has come out on Netflix, and I will be talking about that, those things probably for the next few weeks. Because we had Cobra Kai came out, season four. People are watching that.、Uh, Ozark will be coming back. And of course, that's going to be the hottest thing whenever that drops, fi- finally. I'm waiting for like 100 years. And let's see, what else came out?、Um, I watched a show called The Silent Sea. So I will be talking about that today. Which is a Korean horror, like out of,、uh, sci fi outer, outer space type show. And、um, I'm also going to talk about a really terrible game called Rise Eterna. And I'm going to ask, I'm going to bet, I'm going to plead for my co host's help in finding a game for the Switch because there's just a massive pile of shit on, this, on the Nintendo store and I can't seem to find my way through it. Also,、mm. Caroline's going to talk about Spider Man No Way Home, which I'm really excited to hear about because I like Spider Man and I want to hear how this movie is. And Mason will talk about Don't Starve and the Celeste update. So, Mason will be the, mostly、uh, the one carrying us through the video game land. So, why don't you get started, Mason? Because I think people care about video games more than anything else. That is probably true. 
but let's uh, let's find out. So first, the the big news, the update in my Celeste journey is that I am now an elite gamer. I'm the best gamer oh. alive. I am the most skilled, and you should all bow to me because I finally beat the hyper difficult uh, bonus chapter, chapter nine farewell that they released. So uh, as long as you don't ignore the fact that it took me far far north of 3000 plus tries to finally beat it <laughs> um i am good and i'm a god and you're welcome so wow. you can wow. once again Shit. trust my opinion because i've proven myself to be uh dumb enough to throw my head against this wall something something a million monkeys something something a million shakespeare did you say 3000 might, yeah, so it keeps track of every time you die, and it was oh my god, uh, it was well over three thousand. That's fucking ridiculous. I've never heard of such. So, thing. yeah, it, it was fun, uh, very good. And now I am taking a break of that. I have possibly, and by possibly, I mean it has happened. It just hasn't been delivered yet. But I have obtained a PlayStation Five. Oh, so I I will eventually, you know get to play Elden Ring in all its shimmering glory. When so I'm excited for that. Uh, three months? Oh, man. I better... Yeah. Now, to be fair, you do not need a PlayStation 5 to play Elden Ring. Is it on PS4? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be on PS4. It'll be on PC. I think it's on everything. Okay. Well, never mind. I guess I won't be buying a PS5. <laughs> no, no. It's just nice. Uh, February 25th, 2022. Wow. So... A month and a half. So, you know, Daddy Miyazaki, he heard me pleading for years since I was a young babby. I was like, oh, if only I could play this on the PS5. And he said, let's get this boy a PS5. And uh, so, yeah, that'll be delivered. And I will immediately not play any games on it because I've got nothing to play. But excited for that. So you got so you got a PS5 for Christmas. Is that right? I got a PlayStation 5 on one of the like earlier this week, uh, Tuesday. They did one of the like play playstation direct like hey log on at 3 p.m on the sony store and maybe we'll have one for you and i did that and they had one for me wow so it, it only took uh decades after the playstation to come out it was released in november 12 2020 so it only took a year and a couple months they just haven't like made there hasn't been enough exclusive stuff on the PS5 that I am compelled to buy it. Like, you know, Elden Ring is PS4, as you say. Horizon Forbidden West, PS4. It's, you mm -hmm. know, I, the only thing that really came out that was PS5 only was Ratchet and & Clank, and I... And Demon Souls. And Demon Souls, which I played already. So I, You've already you know, played. Years ago. Yeah, so and I'm, it's I like, whatever. am definitely not in, like, like you said, a huge rush to get it, but it's like, I'm going to get it eventually. Why not get it as soon as possible because yeah. it's not like prices dip that drastically where it's like oh if i just wait another six months it'll be down 50 100 bucks like it's gonna be 400 500 whatever it is for many years and i might as well get one now and enjoy it for as long as possible treat yourself exactly yeah well i'm definitely gonna enjoy <clears throat> hearing you talk about that because well i guess i'll have it too elden ring is definitely something that i think most gamers are, are impatiently waiting for so there's no doubt about yep. that so super hyped but the game i want to talk about today if you will permit me and i'll be pretty quick is a survival co-op video game called don't starve 
together. And it's a kind of branch off of the original solo survival game called Don't Starve, but this is one you can play with multiple people. And essentially it is a roguelike game where you and your amigos, I just played it with one other person over um, my holiday break, you're dropped into this massive world and it's just a survival game. So you go around trying to keep your characters healthy by not going insane in the darkness. You need to get them fed by harvesting plants or uh, slaughtering animals and like just all the different things that you need to do in real world to not die as you go around in this little like Tim Burton plus Minecraft aesthetic little world. And it's pretty fun. And it's only $15 on Steam. And mm. when you pay for that, you get two copies, one for you and one for whoever you want to play with. And I think it supports mm. up to four players. And it's just a cute little game. It's not something you really excel at if you're playing on... You know, it's one of those things where it takes a while to learn like what mushrooms can you eat? What, what mushrooms instantly kill you? What mushrooms drive you insane? And kind of learning the mushrooms all the, are a big part of this game. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of mushrooms in here. Uh, kind of figuring out like, oh, what happens if I hit this, chop down this type of tree? Oh, cool. I get the wood I need to build this thing, to build this thing, to build this thing. So now I can forge stronger weapons. Or maybe you cut down the wrong type of tree and it has bees in it. And now bees are chasing you. And how do I get rid of these bees? God, please make the bees stop. I hate the bees. And you die. So hmm. it's a fun little game. I would say it's worth it for $15 if you have someone to play with and it's a pretty good time. But I I don't know. I probably won't be continuing it because it is just one of those how long can you go for until you just inevitably mess up. But uh, it's okay. pretty good. There's lots of like s- tweaks and settings. You can make it hyper difficult. You can make it very leisurely. And it was, I don't know, a smooth experience. So don't starve together. Pretty all right. If you die, do you go back to, like, the beginning? So the way we played it was very forgiving. So essentially, every time you start up a new game, it's completely randomly generated. What the layout of the world is, the items in it, how hostile it is, all the seasons, it's all varied. But when you die, you normally, it's permadeath, you lose everything you start at the beginning and you try again. But you can just like rewind a day or rewind a set amount of time. So it was like, oh, we like see something really weird. And we're like, okay, we're going to see what happens. And we lick it and we immediately burst (laughs) into flames and die. And it's like, okay, uh, now we know. So we would just rewind it to earlier that day and be like, okay, now we know what that does. Let's not not lick lick. it. (laughs) Do not lick. Post it in big letters. And you just you get better every time you play it because you you kind of figure out. A system. I lick everything in these games. I mean, Why not? If it says don't lick it, you kind of have to lick it. <laughs> exactly. I'm actually more compelled to lick something when it tells me not to. Well, you, you might have answered my question because um, we have been hunting. You know, we're living in a hotel right now, and mm-hmm. <laughs> as I as I think I said, you know, you know the I've been flooded out and destroyed. So we're living in a hotel, and we brought the switch with us, but. The Switch has so much fucking shovelware on it. It's just, like, ridiculous. So, you know, we're like, let's find a game to play. And so I'm looking. It's like all of the first-party Nintendo games never drop in price, and they're, like, at least $50 for the most part, unless you catch a sale or something. 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I don't really want to spend 50 bucks. I'm already spending like way more money than usual because I'm living in a fucking hotel. So we're like taking pop shots at these games that are, you know, cheap and they're, they're just not good. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, I bought a game the other day that was called Guild, Guild oh, fuck, what was it called? Guild, uh, Grand Guilds or something. It was like almost unplayable. Like there's so many bugs. I bought this game called Rise Eterna that doesn't have a lot of bugs, but it's like the most pitiful strategy RPG game I've ever seen. It's like horrendous. And so this Don't Starve game, I'm guessing it's on the Switch. You're saying it's multiplayer. You're also saying it's not expensive. So maybe I should, maybe this is the game I should be getting. What do you think? I, I mean, if, if you like those kind of games, I'm personally not the biggest fan of them, like resource management type stuff. And it's not super resource heavy. It's more about the aesthetic and world than it is like monitoring eight different things. It's pretty simple. Um, I don't know. It's only if it really is your type of game. Whereas like Celeste is like, oh, a super hyper precise platformer. If that's more your game, I definitely recommend that. And that's like 20 bucks. Now, a while ago, I saw like a list of different Switch games, and I just took note of ones that I wanted to look more into. Now, mm-hmm. I this was a while ago, so I can't say how much these games are or what the quality is or what they're even about, but on my list, I have a game called Gone Home, Spiritfarer, Oxenfree, yep. and Firewatch. Yep, I've dabbled with most of those, and I know Mandy... Uh, back in the day, I think talked about a lot of those. So, they're mm, I don't they don't strike me as Mitsugi type games. They're more either walking simulators or very story based narratives with a little bit of gameplay. And I feel, and maybe I'm just assuming here, but I feel like Mits usually goes for more tactile gameplay. Yeah, <clears throat> strategy RPG is my favorite genre. It's just hard to find those games because. Usually it's like a it's like a forgotten genre and when you when I do find them they're sometimes not good. So it's Oh, there's another game on my list and I'm not entirely sure if this is what you're talking about, but for a second I was considering getting this game called Pico Park or Pico Park. Um, I think it's basically like a platformer, but you are tethered to your co oh you're like your your um what's it, your uh, fellow players. Mm-hmm. So, so it's you co op. Yeah, yeah, so it's co-op, and you are tethered to your fellow players, so if you accidentally drop off a ledge, they go with you, or if they can, oh, if there's Jesus. enough of them on one side, they can pull you back up, and that kind of thing. It's only $5. That cannot be, and I we cannot could, we buy could that. sabotage one I don't know, another. I can't say, I can't <laughs> say the, uh, the quality of it, I'm just saying that this is one thing that I saw a while ago. I, I don't think, I don't think Pancake can handle <clears throat> bullet hell games or platformers. You know, you know, we played um, Cuphead together, and God bless her, she's very patient. But like, she would just—it was almost like a comedy show watching her play Cuphead because like th- we'd be like walking up the slope, and like three little balls would bounce down the hill, right? And it's like you have three hit—you can you can take three hits in that game, and you die. And somehow, all three <laughs> of them will hit her, <laughs> and I, and and then I'll have to do the whole level solo and beat the boss by myself. <laughs> so I cannot be tethered to pancake while i'm playing video games <laughs> you're gonna gotcha. marry her what are you talking about you can't literally be tying the knot together she, I, I am so <laughs> i am so good at platformers because of sonic and all these other games and she will just fall off and i will get pulled down with her and it will be very annoying so it, it, i it, would say 
If you're playing with more than two people, uh, Overcooked still remains one of my favorite Switch games. Oh, really? I think I saw it was on sale a few days ago. I don't know if it still is. It still is, is. It, it, but but it's only it's it's best for more than two people. So it's a cooperative like cooking game, yeah. which only has like two controls, so anyone can pick it up in like matter of seconds. Yeah, and it's very much like a good party game, like because you can play it for like a couple minutes, thirty minutes, and like get your like okay, we get it, it's fun, let's move on. But it's not so much of a good like sit down and just sink a ton of hours into. Yeah, but it's more fun with more people just because it makes it more chaotic. I remember during COVID, uh, somebody on the Discord was playing it, and so I joined in and a couple others, and it was pretty fun. Hmm. All right, Overcooked and Don't Starve. I kind of feel like Don't. I know we have Mario Party, so if I, I don't know. I I I fucking love Mario Party. That's like my jam for sure. And that new one is apparently so good. Yeah, we have it, and it's it is it is Mario Party Four. I will die on this hill. It's the best one. Well, well, but so the new Mario Party, they take all the best games and and like maps from all of the prior games, and and like when you play a game, when you when when you're playing a mini game, it'll say, oh, this one's from Mario Party three, or this one's from Mario mm. Party four. So like they've they've curated the catalog of their games and have put them in this game. So you know, in theory, it's like a best of from all the prior games, and you'll notice that like. Pretty much none of them are from the prior Mario Party for the Switch because it was such a dog shit. Um, <laughs> but, like, I don't think there's a you single see, game from the prior Mario Party. I always hear people talk, like if they're talking about Mario Party, it's like three and four and up. Yeah. But I never heard anybody talk about the first or second Mario Party. Mm. What happened to those? I don't know. Mario Party three is probably the best. I've played people Mario Party literally once in my life. Oh, it was God. whatever I one was it. for the uh, Wii. Mario Party 8. Um, oh, wow. L- Whichever look at one Caroline. She's like Wii. fucking and aficionado. Listen, I loved Mario Party. but And, and there I could have been remember, multiple ones for the Wii. I don't yeah, know. I've played one I on the Wii. I believe the first one was 8 on the Mario. Or I could be wrong. I don't know. Hmm. It's really good, though. The bottom line is the, the newest Mario Party is fucking awesome. It's just, you know, I don't know. It's... uh. Not everybody likes Mario Party, so you know that's that's yeah. Because you got to sit down for like forty-five minutes, play the game, you know, blah blah blah, you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. Maybe I'll get don't starve, don't starved, and uh, I I spent so much money yesterday on like food for the hotel, and then we went and then we did like a spontaneous all-you-can-eat sushi last night. So I was like, oh, I'm like two hundred dollars. I'm like two hundred and fifty dollars down today already. I'm not buying oh a video game. Oh yeah. No, at that point, at that point, you just let it roll. Like, oh my what's God. another couple? Let the sushi roll. Well, the sushi exactly. is great. It, it was fantastic, but you know, the, Mason's been there. That place is pretty good. It's like you know, it's tight. It's tight. Oh my God, they're having a barbecued beef shortage. Like they're having a, a galbi shortage. So that place has the best barbecued beef I think I've ever had, and you can only get one per person. It's such a crime. Oh, God. <laughs> I so won- I'm looking it up. Sorry to actually, sorry, I'm interrupting. Finish your I was about to, I about story. walked out in rage when I saw that they were, yeah, they, that's all I was gonna say. I think there's a bit of a shortage everywhere. Like Costco was out of broccoli and other vegetables yesterday, Trader Joe's was like low on a ton of stuff. Mm. There was a cream cheese uh shortage for the holidays. <laughs> I didn't even know that because Cooking? I talked about how I'm like, you know, I do my radio show. And one of the things I talked about was the fact that Philadelphia cream cheese was 
paying people to not buy cream cheese for their desserts for the holidays. So they, um, like, you could pretty much get a $20 refund if you send them the receipt of a dessert that is not cream cheese uh, related. (laughs) Wild. Yeah. But, of course, this was only for a select amount of people. I love cream cheese. I love cheesecake. So it looks like Don't Starve Together, the co-op version, doesn't come to the Switch until Fuck the that. spring. God damn it. You can Switch find the regular s- one, but not the co-op oh one. Oh my god, the Switch can suck my balls. Uh, yeah. It is like, I swear to god, like I know people are going to go, oh, Mitch is a curmudgeonly son of a bitch. And sometimes you're right, but like, I feel like the Switch is either first-party games that cost a fortune or just fucking garbage. Like, I'm, I'm like... Eh. And, and I don't feel that way about the PlayStation Store because the PlayStation has so much third-party support that there's, like, Dragon Ball Budokai and, like, just this huge, this huge selection of games. And I'm, like, I rarely ever, like, stumble across just fucking garbage shovelware on the, P- on the PlayStation Store. Not that it's not there, but fuck me. I, I'm so sad now. <laughs> I was like, this is the game I'm going to get tonight. Now I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Now I'm going to end up buying that new Mario game where you like fight Bowser the whole time or whatever, and it's going to cost like $75 because it's Nintendo. Um, I mean, you could buy a game called Let's Play Oink Games, which I just have never heard about, but I went on the Nintendo website, and it says Oink Games, and that's got to be uh, something. <laughs> I'm going to go- end up Googling like best, best co-op games on Switch and just pick one. Um, so, yeah. Um, anything else there, Mason? Uh, no, thank you for okay. listening to my story. I liked your story very much, and I missed you. <laughs> and then we haven't talked <laughs> nice in a while. Thing, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, it's, it's weird when you're so used to talking to someone at least every week, and then it's yeah. three weeks, and you're like, oh my goodness, and... I did uh, get a kitten. I, I did get a kitten yesterday. Or fr- so you finally picked Friday. up Mako? Mako. We've had, we now have Mako, newest member of the family. He is. And now um, you're in a hotel? <laughs> he's at my hotel. I'm, I'm posting a picture on the Discord for you. He is a. Oh, he's he is, such a cutie. He's a two and a half pound rag oh doll. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. he's so tiny. Yeah. So small. Yeah, he's. He's uh, like a little snowball. Yeah, we waited um, 16 months. So, but we ended up getting the pick of the litter. So it was worth the wait. He, and he's like so chill. Like, we literally just put him down in front of. Like, these, do- these cats are bred for temperament. And so, like, mm-hmm. he slept in uh, Pancake's lap the whole ride home for an hour, Aww. and didn't even need, didn't move an inch. And then, like, we we get to the hotel room and we have like, you know, uh, Kibi, our dog, is like fifty pounds, and we just like drop him right in front of Kibi, and he just like didn't give a fuck about the. Kibi. How has uh how's Kibi been? She's feeling a little um needy, I think. She's like, I, I feel Kibi like, like she's, who is this small sassy furry child? Yeah, <laughs> she's like overly eager for attention lately and i think it's i think mm-hmm. she's like sensing like the new kid like the new baby is born or whatever type of thing gotcha she also peed on the hotel room floor which is like really unlike her so like i think i've seen her i have never seen her pee in in a house ever so it was very strange right in front of me too i smacked her i was like what are you doing <laughs> i had to clean that up um she, she, she's a good dog though uh but yeah a little mako which awesome. is awesome love to hear it Named for Final Fantasy VII's Mako because he's got blue eyes. Named right. for Killa Kill's famous sidekick. I mean, Named yeah, for... Final Fantasy. No, no, don't Name... even. <laughs> Mason, why do you got to go there? 
Because it's funny. <laughs> I know. All right. So I, so no, I, started, I think we all know. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I started watching this show called The Silent Sea. There's so much shit coming out of Netflix right now. It's just a smorgasbord. Literally, it's crazy. There's so much new stuff popping up. Um, and it's this Korean. These Korean shows are great. The Korea has been fucking crushing it with their, with their, with their shows. They are just often just I hit, just hit right in the right in the right spot and they love horror so there's this show called The Silent Sea it just came out on the 24th it's pretty new and on IMDB you know they describe it as a perilous 24 hour mission to the moon um, you know runs into trouble with space, uh, space, space explorers try to retrieve samples from an abandoned research facility um, that's like that they haven't told them really anything about so, so these people, they go to this, they get, you know, they launch into space, they're going to the moon to um, try to, like, recover this sample from this facility. But they won't tell them anything about the facility or what the sample is or anything. So they go anyway. And some of the people have, like, personal reasons for going to the moon or whatever. And so, and the mission just is a shit show from the beginning. Like, you know, this is episode one. Like the Like, their shuttle crashes on the moon, so it doesn't even, like... They don't even, like, land on the moon. Like, the ship literally crashes and, like, slides into a fucking crater <laughs> or, like, a crevice on the moon. It's almost like Space Brothers where, like, that's... By the way, that scene in Space Brothers is incredible. That's, like... That's, like, an anime highlight all the time where Hibito is trying to save the people from the from the crater in the moon. I know. At least Mason knows what I'm talking about. Have you seen Space yeah. Brothers, uh, Caroline? Haven't. Oh, so good. You'd love it. Um, so, and then, like, the ship is the the research facility is like like abandoned and they find all these dead bodies in it and you know people and their crew start dying and I'm like I'm trying to be vague and you know and it's just it just it smacks like a horror show where like there's some thriller aspects like oh we're crashing we're crashing or like we got to get out of the ship before it slides into this fucking crater you know etc cetera, etc cetera. so there's like there's like a lot of of uh thriller thriller, like thriller type aspects where like we have to get to the space station before oxygen runs out so it's constantly like you're under pressure like all the time and you know they get to the spaceship station and it just doesn't get any better for them and they start they start uncovering like um all the secrets that they weren't told about that they probably should have been told about because people are getting killed and um you know and it's pretty good. Like, it's not the best thing I've seen, but it's it is a pretty good show. I'm trying to see them. It's eight episodes, and I think I'm I'm thinking about episode six, and I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to wrap it up. Maybe they won't wrap it up; it may go another season. But you know, for people who love outer space type stuff, like you know, think like Apollo 13. You know, they're going to crash. You know, whatever. Or you know, there's a variety of like horror shows like alien where they're like on a space station and there's like a mysterious thing in the space station that's just picking people off like you know if you're into these types of shows and you um and you're okay with i mean it is dubbed but like the dubbing is fucking terrible like um the lip flaps in english don't even remotely look like the lip flaps in korean so it just looks ridiculous so i mean our friend like will not watch we started watching with our friend and she will not watch shit subtitled i don't know why but not everybody. I'd rather like watch any. Honestly, I think I feel like anybody should rather watch it subtitled than watch some weird lip flaps going along with English dub. Especially dubs. with the Netflix dub quality, their yeah. dubs just always miss. Yeah, it's just not good. It's just not a good dub, and the voices seem off. The lip flaps are definitely fucking off, and um, and it's just I don't know. 
we're going to watch more tonight and with her and I'm going to end up watching it dubbed again. So whatever. Uh, but I'll have, po- I'll have popcorn. So it'll be better. It'll, it'll all make it worth it. <laughs> and, um, we have this great shit that we buy at the grocery store where like you get like a hundred calorie bags of popcorn and then they, you can buy this, like this can of like, um, under pressure, like spray butter. So you can just hit it with spray butter real quick. And then they sell like a dozen different types of seasoning that have no calories. So you can just hit it with like Parmesan or, a kettle corn flavoring, all this. It's fucking awesome. Uh, we're going to do that. But, um, yeah, so I'd watch it, definitely watch it subtitled, you know, because it's just not good dubbed. But if you're into these, like, sort of outer space thriller horror shows, this is a pretty good one. And um, it's also very mysterious. Like, they, they unravel the mysteries, like, real slow. And even in episode six, I'm really not sure, um, you know, like about like everything that's going on. And apparently it's number 11 in the world right now in terms of popularity on IMDb. So I'm trying to see what's number. Oh, the Witcher is number one. Oh, the Witcher too. I forgot about that. I watched about, I'll talk about that next week. Cause I watched, um, the whole first season and part of the second season of the Witcher and it is really good. So that's the, that, that apparently that's the number one show in the world right now is the Witcher. So, whoo, you guys watching anything on Netflix? I am like halfway through a movie that I realized I had to stop because I had to go to this podcast, but I will be talking about it next week. Um, other than that, I watched a little bit of The Witcher, and I'm like, I'm, I think I'm, I, I'm done. But how, how far into it did you get? Um, like sporadically watching certain episodes, like to the beginning of season two. You haven't seen season one. Watched the cut. I've seen like bits and pieces of it because I've played the games. Oh, I, so I can kind of follow the characters. Oh, have you played like the older games? I've watched a 14 hour YouTube video explaining oh, what right. happens. So okay, I well. think I'm pretty set. <laughs> so like, yeah, even like I, I'm a, I've only played the third Witcher game and even, even being probably 20% through the third season or through the second season of the TV show, they're still not at the point where the third game starts. So, Oh no. Oh no. There's yeah, so much there's more. There's a lot. And they're not like they're, they're, they're spending time on like Yennefer's background and, um, you know, like where does Siri come from and all this stuff. And they haven't even, what do you think there. of, uh, you know, now that you're on the second season, are you bothered at all by the new contacts? Like contact lenses? Yeah. Uh, Everybody has weird eye colors in this, and people I've heard people that watch this with complain about that, but I'm not really sure I can answer that question. I'll, I'll have to pay attention when I get back to gotcha. the Witcher. Gotcha. I heard some people complaining. I didn't think they were too bad. Oh, yeah. But they then maybe because, that's just because I wasn't yeah. so, like, I didn't watch every single episode of season one, so I wasn't, like, that tied to their design, so that they changed a bit. I'm like, yeah. I guess it's fine. Well, you know, he's got Ge- weird eyes. What do you want? He's a witcher. He, Geralt has like yellow cat eyes because he's a fucking witcher, and like uh, Yennefer has purple eyes, and she's gorgeous, by the way. And um, you know, Siri has like like blue eyes, like really really bright blue eyes or something. I can't remember exactly, but mm-hmm. oh, it, it annoys me so good. much because they're camping in the woods and they're roughing it, and Siri is just like adorned with like makeup. Not a hair is out of place. Like it's so. I don't know. I just, I not saying, oh, she's got to be the toughest, rumless, covered in mud and shit and stones and bones and stuff. I, I understand. Yeah, I she mean, is just overly dolled up for what should be a rugged television well, scene. Geralt always looks like shit in this, so you'd think Siri yeah. would look like shit too, but yeah, I guess you're right. There is a lot of sex in it, <laughs> which is on brand for The Witcher, but yeah, 
There's a ton of sex. There's so much, so much booby action. Um, definitely <laughs> when they when they casted Jennifer, they were definitely like, "Are you okay having your tits on screen like every five minutes?" Because that's literally what happens. It's just boobs everywhere. All right, but that's enough of that. The Silent Sea, it's pretty good. Watch it. It's only eight episodes. Um, but now we have left the best for last. It is time Hell for Hell yeah. Because this Spider-Man movie hasn't made a ton of money. <laughs> it is oh, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So let's hear about it. Well, in short, it is everything that any Spider-Man fan wants and more. <laughs> That is basically what you can say without explaining a single thing about this movie and possibly uh, spoiling anything. Like, well, like, not really. People can really get gripey with the whole spoiler thing. Like, I've seen people talk about the movie on Twitter, and like, I saw an art, like a a Twitter uh, thread from Vanity Fair who did an interview with. Uh, oh, <clears throat> spoiler. Uh, Andrew Garfield, at this point, everybody knows that the three Spider-Man come together in this movie. And people will go will give so much shit to anyone who talks about it online, even at this point, even several weeks later, so much shit about it. And I get it. You don't want to you want to be going in blind, but don't go to the Internet and not expect people to talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man, especially a few weeks after the premiere. If you cared that much, go see it the moment that it comes out. Um, Otherwise, don't blame us for wanting to talk about it. Anywho, so if you really care about not wanting to hear what happens in Spider-Man, I suggest that you have already left. Um, But yeah, it is is really good. It was a great movie. Um, I'm not going to say that there aren't things that I uh, did not think about being a uh, a, a con while watching this movie, like pros and cons, because they do play with space-time continuum again, as they do in a lot of Marvel and stuff nowadays, and it just brings up so many questions for me. <laughs> I cannot help but think about them all the time. Even during the movie, it's like, I'm enjoying this movie. It is a good movie. There are a lot of great parts in this, but I cannot get over the fact that they are changing the space-time continuum in so many ways and not reflecting on it. Caroline is a true fan. You're a big fan of Marvel. You're a, you I are. mean, I would say like I'm the biggest fan of Marvel. The thing is, is, is that they're they're the biggest movies that you'll go and see the theaters nowadays. Like they have the the biggest action movies right now. I I would think, especially when you have the number of them behind it as well. Caroline's into it. I like it. All right, continue. Well, this movie you can't help but not be into it. It is a great movie. Yay! But why is it Yay! so great? Why is it so great? Top five well, movie I don't of want all time, to, I, though? As much as I said about the whole, like, people getting annoyed about spoilers thing, if I talk any more about specifics, then that will definitely be oh, a spoiler. That I feel like if you if you want to enjoy this movie, I would suggest that we keep it as general as possible Ugh. in our conversation. There's only one but, problem. What? Benedict Cumberbatch is in this, and I fucking hate that guy. I like him. I don't know if I what are you talking it. about? I, I mean, he's not in it. He's not in it a whole lot. Um, he's in it probably 25% of the time. Less than that, actually. I that's a large I wasn't expecting that much for a Sorry, I don't, yeah. I would say 12%. Well, he's on the cover of like every single movie poster for it. So. Well, that's because he's the, he's like one of the biggest, you know, 
if, if there is a Marvel big character in a movie, regardless of how long they're in there for, they're going to be on the cover. I mean, is he really a big character? Wasn't he in like one movie? I mean, how else are you going to mess up the space time continuum? Yeah. I don't even know what um, character he plays. He plays Doctor Strange. Oh, see, I don't know fucking shit about Marvel. I, <laughs> I just know I like the last movie a lot because I love Michael Keaton. Michael Which Keaton. one are you talking about? Oh, the, the last Spider-Man movie? Yeah, the the one with the, with the the vulture or whatever his name is. Oh, that was the first one. They had a one in, bef- in between that one. Oh, and if you are that. going to, if you're planning on watching No Way Home, then I would suggest that you watch um, uh, Far From Home, the second one, because mm, okay. the, what happens at the end of that movie leads into what happens at the beginning of this movie. It's not, it's not a requirement. Like, you'll be able to get it. You'll be able to pick up on it. It's just, yeah. I would recommend it. So I know you can't spoil. Well, you could spoil it. Nothing's stopping you. But, you know, for the sake of people who might still be interested or on the fence waiting to hear your feedback, because you did allude that you were going to see it. What is your like non-spoilery predictions on is there going to be a Spider-Man four? Is it going to be another? Oh, is everything going to come back together? Are they going to get a new Spider-Man and they're just going to keep the cycle going? If they get a fourth Spider-Man after like every single time. After there is a third movie in a Spider-Man franchise, they always have to go for another one. And I'm like, let's break the curse. Let's keep it going. Because at this point, we've seen a lot about teenage Spider-Man, high school Spider-Man, college Spider-Man. We need a freaking adult Spider-Man. We just need to get there. We got close with Tobey Maguire, but we need to get it now. Yeah, and we need it <laughs> eventually. Then he started dancing, and everyone was like, "No, nah, I think, I think, I think we need a new guy." <laughs> we need to surpass the Uncle Ben storyline, which I am glad that they don't get into with this new Spider-Man. By the way, um, we need to surpass that. We need to get into more, you know, more different Spider-Man stuff. Uh, yeah. And honestly, at this point, with the way that Marvel is with it's, uh, you know, how big it is, how much people love, uh, you know, the uh, Tom, Tom Holland Spider-Man. I feel like they would get the biggest riots if they do not continue with the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Do you know what I do? Do you know what I'm not a big fan of? What? Tom Holland, Nathan Drake. <laughs> Nathan Drake. This Uncharted. That, yeah, that this, does not. This Uncharted it. movie is going to be a fucking disaster. It is like they got handed. Not to not to sidetrack, but they got handed Uncharted, which is like a slam dunk movie. You know, it's like it's basically Indiana Jones. Like like it's pretty hard to fuck it up. And you cast like baby face, like little like pencil neck, hundred and fifteen pound Tom Holland to be on be Nathan Drake. Are you fucking kidding? And they have like I mean, I don't really know much about it. Uncharted. I did see the trailer when uh, I went to go see Spider Man. Well, do, it's not something I would go watch, but I mean, do you think that uh, does Tom Holland look like the kind of guy that can like crawl up a rock wall with his bare hands? I he mean, probably could Spider-Man. actually. He's very <laughs> fucking way. He's very athletic. They've got a movie poster here with with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg in it, and Mark Wahlberg one hundred percent looks more like Nathan Drake than Tom Holland does. <laughs> it's not even... Oh, my God. I'm so sad about this. Anyway, moving on. Continue. I mean, I'm not sure what else... Unless you guys have other questions you want to ask regarding Spider-Man, I'm not sure what else I could say. How douchey is Cumberbatch in this movie? Not Is very he, like, douchey. epic douche level? No, is he like, I wouldn't sh- say so. I mean, is he like, ho, 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 I'm Sherlock. I'll give him this. <laughs> Honestly, I will say that... Uh, Peter Parker in this movie 
is a big whiner. Like Peter, like I will say that Tom Holland as Peter Parker has been very uh, like whiny on occasion, but in this movie, a lot of awful stuff happens because he does not he like because he doesn't want it to like to be in the situation. Like I can't exactly explain very well, but there's a problem. There are a couple problems that arise in this movie, and a humongous, massive, gigantic problem arises because Tom Holland doesn't want to fix the normal problem. Is it like in an anime where, like, Naruto's being a little bitch, and all he needs to do is, like, stop being a bitch, and they'll be able to fix the problem, but he doesn't, and so it takes, like, he has to have, like, a redemption arc where he's like, I'm a crying little whiner, and now I gotta, and now we gotta have, like, four episodes where I, where I, like, go on a self-discovery journey, and then I go... You know what? I am Naruto, and then he like decides to be like the hero again, but he's already caused a bunch of fucking disaster because he's. You I know. mean, maybe if I could, I, I'm gonna try to explain it again in a better way. <laughs> so if if Peter Parker could have just sat on his hands and just accepted reality, then awful things would not have happened in this movie. He's a teenager, though. He is a teenager, but their job to fuck up like that. I know, but it happened. A couple times like the same like this uh, something that could be like pretty bad situation but if you just accept it and not complicate it then it would be better than what had happened instead um and yeah so and, and by the end of it i'm thinking to myself wow a whole lot of shit happened because of no reason other than Peter Parker just doesn't want it to be that way which is understandable but when you're dealing with a space-time continuum Things are going to go wrong. <laughs> Where does this rank in your mind with the lexicon of the uh, Marvel movies? How does this rank compared to everything uh, it's else? It's hard to say. That's it's, why I'm asking you. I'm asking you the like, tough questions. Like, because here's the thing. You got just plain good movies, and then you have movies where everything comes together, like Endgame. Because by that standard when everything comes together everything feels like it's been multiplied by five so with that of course and the end game movies have got to be at the top um and this one kind of has that similar power because it's all the spider-man movies coming together in one so that would probably have to be before Endgame because it has that ability of being of bringing everything together but in turn it's a but in terms of like just plain movies that don't have that power behind it, it's hard to say. I, I, I would have to go through the list and figure it out, I think. Right. I guess I want to know explicitly, I don't care how much collective movies went into building it up. Because you're absolutely right. You know, uh, conclusions that rise or, you know, go off the shoulders of giants, if you will, to be better, absolutely count. But like in terms of enjoyment, walking out of the theater... Were you like, this is the best Marvel movie ever? Was this top five, top three? Like, I would probably say it's top five. I wouldn't say okay. it's my absolute favorite. I feel like uh, Endgame. Uh, wait, which one was the? F- which, okay, Infinity War, Vault? Endgame, okay. and and the original Avengers would probably be higher than uh, No Way Home. I think, but again, that that's all. It's it's hard to say. Yeah, it's all, it's all the top again. of the head. You haven't actually gone through and made it. But I just wanted yeah. to get your feel. So, uh, hooray. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But it's in that area of, like, like bigness, like those three that I mentioned. All right. Well, wow. What an eventful hobby, addicts. We have talked about just about everything, haven't we? 
And that's it. We have anything else to discuss at any point now. This is the last Hobby Addicts, and we'll we'll never do one again. Just kidding. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Nathan Drake is not going to be good as Tom Holland. Well, you're going to have to give us your Nathan Drake is not an actor, and Tom Holland is not the character, (laughs) but I know what you mean. (laughs) I mean... You're looking for somebody more gruff. Tom Holland is like a little bitch. Look at him. I wouldn't say that. He is. Look at the picture I posted in the Discord. He has literally the most... He has a concave chest. He looks like he's he's 16. He can do a lot of impressive things. He he looks like a 16-year-old with hair gel. He has baby face, yes. Forget about the fact that he's Spider-Man, you know. But, like, Nathan Drake is like, you know, he's he's like a guy that's like, you know, gunning gunning down hundreds of people and... You know, having like brutal fist fights over like, you know, old, like ancient artifacts. And, you know, he's like Indiana Jones. Tom Holland can't, be, can't play Indiana Jones. He's, he's like he's a Indiana kid. Jones with lots and lots of bloodshed. Yeah. I think they're definitely going to just turn him into a just more let's hunt for treasure I and occasionally not. kill someone and cry about it. Yeah. Is that, that's a good way to put it. Uh, Uncharted is Indiana Jones with, with a lot of bloodshed. And as such, uh, Nathan Drake's probably even more of a badass than Indiana Jones is. So I don't think that Tom Holland should be playing Nathan Drake, but I understand. Yeah, they, they probably just picked him because he's very popular right now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, they probably felt like they who, needed to Who have... would you want to be casted? <laughs> Tom Holland's so hot right now. Well, so hot. <clears throat> Wahlberg would have been better. I mean, he's already in the movie, you know? I mean, Wal- Wahlberg's like the guy that, like, he's always, 100% always jacked as fuck. Like, he has, like, his own gym that they, he's always being featured in, like, how ripped he is and all this. Like, he, he would have been a better, tougher, somewhat older-looking Nathan Drake. And he's already cast. Like, and Sully is, he's playing Sully in the movie. And I know that, like, maybe I'm the only one that knows what the fuck I'm talking about because I don't know if either of you have really played Uncharted, but... I've played two through, two and three and a little bit of four. Okay, so Sully is, like, an old man, right? He's, yeah. like, he's Nathan Drake's friend and he's, like, an old dude. Well, but Wahlberg's playing Sully in this movie, which is a bad casting because he's like 25 years younger than Sully looks and he's like not fat. So Sully's like an old fat guy who looks like he drinks beer. And like, so Nathan Drake should have been Wahlberg and then they should have found some rando to be Sully. So I don't know why. They're just doing a younger version to, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, I guess this must be like Uncharted origin story like origin story and so so nathan drake looks like a little kid and then sully looks like he's in his prime basically uh it's the only way i can explain it but that's not really what i want so i probably i probably not even gonna this watch is this. this is uncharted junior <laughs> yeah <laughs> uncharted little tykes edition i don't know i'm not gonna fuck with uncharted it's it's one of the it's one of the premier playstation franchises and they're making another one and um it's gonna be awesome because they're all amazing and so i probably won't even see this movie because i just don't want I don't want to have that juju. I mean, it's a video game movie. Like I know. Okay, but what if in this new video game they decide to do it based off the movie? So they're going to have a main character that looks like Tom Holland. God. Please let me die. <laughs> no. Please let me die. That's like Spider Man. That's like uh that's like Street Fighter, the movie, the game. <laughs> Honestly, it Which looks like a- the new like Tomb Raiders have like the same aesthetic as the movie version of Uncharted. I don't know. Like the it's, same, like hyper youthful Lara Croft, whatever. I don't know why video game but, movies always have to suck. Like, like <laughs> there's not really that much difference between a comic book and a movie in a video game. Like they're both like entertainment medium meant for kids originally, and now like everybody reads them, but or, and plays them. But 
there's really no reason why Spider-Man has to, gets to be like a, a like a huge budgeted film, and Uncharted because they a pile had, of shit. had decades of shitty comic book movies until we got here. I mean, I mean, it's going to take decades of shitty yeah. video game movies until we get there. I guess, like, because like the Uncharted video games, 100 percent are every bit as popular as the Spider-Man games. They're just it just doesn't have. Uh, oh, I I, mean, I guess I can't speak on that since I'm not a, a person who plays a lot of games. I don't yeah. know. I just feel like the the star like the name uh, power of Spider Man would be bigger than Uncharted. No, you're right. But like so, Uncharted. But Unchar- Uncharted sells ten million, an average of ten million copies per game. So that's a lot for a game. Mm. Yeah, so, if you're just comparing it within the realm of video games, yeah, yes, that's Uncharted has more power. Okay. That's what I meant. But yeah, you're right. Uncharted Caroline, is nowhere like global. Yeah. yeah, Uncharted nowhere near has the global like you know brand equity or whatever of Spider Man. I just don't know why video game movies have to suck and. Because video games are video games are bigger than every other entertainment medium combined. It's bigger than comic books, books, music, and movies it's all combined. It's bigger than books. Oh yeah, <laughs> but everything else combined, video games it's are bigger like, than the Bible. What, it's like video <laughs> games are like either one hundred percent of all the others combined, or or two hundred percent of all the others combined. I got to look it up. But some guy was telling me about this because video games have eclipsed everything else. So I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why video game movies have to suck so bad. And. Uh, I think we I think we have to wrap it up now we though because we have to get to our ranting, main episode. Ranting, ranting, ranting. I love you all. Yes, yes, yes. We had an extra long hobby addicts today. Oh my god! All fired up for the main episode. Hell yeah! Let's go! Super excited. All right, I love you guys, and um, thanks for contributing to the podcast. It does mean a lot, and um, you work hard for your money, and you chose to give it to us, and I appreciate that. It means a lot. It hits me right in my it hits me right in my soft little Grinch heart. And I love Hits you. you right in the balls. Oh, no. No, no. I'm not going to die. I'm scared. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>